Lakuta Sikha is Chelik Yutes, Parsha Ekev Sikha Dalid, a summary of the Sikha. In, in, in the, this week's Parsha, which has the Parsha of Ahoyim Shemayatishma, which we say in Kriyashma, it says, And I will give the rain of your land in its time. So Rashi says, he quotes the words, And I will give the rain for your land. And he explains, You did what, what is incumbent upon you. I will do what is incumbent upon me. What exactly is Rashi saying here? That seems to be the ordinary meaning of this Pasuk. You do the mitzvahs, I will give you your rain. That seems to be what the Pasuk is saying. What is Rashi adding to that, to the explanation? So the Mizrahi wants to answer that uh, since the Ar Parsha gives so much detail about the rain, it'll be Yoiro, Malkish, and you will gather in your grain, and you will give you grass for your animals, and you will eat, and you'll be satisfied. A lot of detail. Whereas in Parsha simple where it also talks about giving the blessing for rain, and over there it just simply says, I will give you your rain in its time. So he explains why, Rashi is explaining, why is there so much detail here? And he explains, you did everything that you were meant to do. You did every detail of what I asked you to do, and therefore I will give you all kinds of good, every good thing possible. That's why he gives the detail here. But the problem with that is that the blessings in Pasha B'chokaisai seem to be a much greater blessing than the blessings that we find in our Pasha. For instance, over there, Rashi explains that it says, part of the blessing there is V'eitz HaSoda Yitim period. The tree of the field will give its fruit. And Rashi says, what is the meaning of this blessing? That even barren trees, meaning trees which are not expected to give fruit, these are trees which don't produce fruit, they too will re- produce fruit. In other words, there we're talking about a supernatural blessing. Whereas the way the Mizrahi explains it over here, it seems that in our Parsha we're talking about a greater blessing. So that doesn't seem to fit with the way Rashi sees Parsha Vukhaisai as distinct from the way Rashi sees our Parsha. There's also a bunch of differences in the way Rashi explains that same Pasuk, the, that the rain will be given in its time very differently than he ex- or slightly different than he ex- differently than he explains it here as follows over here Rashi says in its time what is the right time for rain and he says it's at night so it shouldn't trouble you at night you know people are home it, it's not as troublesome another explanation he gives another shot in its time means on Friday night that everybody is found at home everybody finds himself at home now when we look at the word bi'itam as it appears in Parsha B'chukaisai, over there it says, I will give you your rain in its time, Rashi says, at a time when people, don't, uh, when people don't go out of the house, for instance, on Friday night. So we have to understand the difference. First of all, in Parsha B'chukaisai, he only gives one explanation. It means Friday night. Here he gives two explanations, and nights in general. Another explanation is Friday night. That's one big difference. In fact, over here, he makes the, uh, the Friday night is the second explanation. So not only is it not the only explanation, it's also the secondary explanation, because as we know, Rashi's first explanation is always the primary explanation. So there he gives only one explanation, which is Friday night here. That's the second uh, answer. So to explain the whole matter, the, the difference between Parsha B'chukaisai and our Parsha is that over here it says, I will give your rain. Uh, sorry, in Parsha B'chukaisai it says, 
Benasati Gishmechem, I will give your rain, meaning it's directed at the Jewish people. That, and over here in our parsha it says, Benasati Matar Arzachem, I will give the rain for your land. It's directed at the needs of the land. Of course, when we talk about giving rain to the land, it means how will the owners of the land benefit from it? But it's given through the through what is understood the needs of the land which ultimately become the needs of the owner of the land and that's why the blessings in Parsha B'chukaisai are supernatural Rashi explains that they're supernatural because the blessing of it is directed at the Jewish people the Jewish people what their needs are and therefore it doesn't have to conform to what the land needs it is what the Jewish people need and if they need something which is supernatural they will receive something which is supernatural but when the blessing comes as in our parsha, the, the rain for the land so it comes within the context of what the natural needs of the lands are and that's why, that's why it is a natural blessing what is the difference why is it that over there the blessing is directed at the Jewish people and here the blessing is directed at the land in other words there it's a supernatural and here it's a natural blessing the reason is because here we're talking about Yud, it's a, Rashi explains what is the reason that there is such a difference between the blessing there and the blessing here that's what Rashi is explaining in our Rashi you did what you were uh, was a comment upon you I will do what is a comment upon me meaning to say you did only what you were obligated to do you did what you were obligated to do I will do says Hashem what I am obligated to do which is give you a natural blessing I'll give you a blessing but it will be a blessing which is what did I promise I promised to give you a good life a good natural life the land will get what, it's ne- what it needs over there, in Parsha B'chukaisai, it says, In B'chukaisai Telechu, what does Rashi say that means? It means, Amelim B'tayra, if you will toil in Tayra, if you will do much more than you're expected to do, you will put a great effort into it. When you put a great effort into it, not just what you were expected to do, then the response from Hashem is also, I will do much more than I promised you. I will give you supernatural blessings. I will direct the blessings at you, not at the land. And although, if you look in Parshiki Sabai, where it says, Ashkifa Memain Kachacha, look down from your holy place on, in heaven. And Rashi says over there, he quotes, Asis, uh, We did what you decreed upon us, so you do what you said you'll do. So Rashi seems to be saying over there that we did what is decreed upon us. That sounds more like what we're saying in our parsha. We did what we were expected to do, but not more. And yet we expect the blessing that is expressed in parsha b'chokaisai that it will give you the blessing to you, the type of blessing that is directed at your needs, not at the land's needs. The answer to that is because we say Rashi says. That which you decreed upon us. What he means to say by that is, there are the type of mitzvahs which a yid does, which are the logical mitzvahs, mishpatim, edus. Those are logical. We can understand them. We can relate to them. Those are the types of mitzvahs which are the basic mitzvahs. But we're saying that we are willing to do and commit ourselves even to those mitzvahs which we can't understand. The gzairis, the ones which are decreed upon us, the ones that transcend logic, 
those are the mitzvahs that we're also committed to. For that, we also expect a response which is supernatural that I am directing the blessing at you. And that is also the difference why Rashi over there says that the meaning uh, in there means in Parsha B'chokaisai, he says that the time for rain is on Friday nights. Whereas here, he says nights in general. Why? Because for the land, you need more than one night of rain. It's not natural that one day a week it should rain. That should be enough for the land. That's not enough usually. But for the people, for the Jewish people, when does a yid not want to be troubled? Never. Friday night he doesn't go out of the house. That's when you stay home. And therefore, that's the time when a yid needs rain. That's the right time for rain as far as a yid's needs are concerned. I, the land, needs more rain. It's a supernatural thing. It'll be enough. One night of rain, that's enough. But in our Pasha, where he talks about the needs of the land, or put a little differently, the kind of need that the land needs is seen in the, or that the Yid needs, is seen in the context of working the land. When does a Yid work the land? During the day. That's when you work the, that's when you do your farming. As the, the Pasuk says, Yaakov came home in the evening from the field. Because in the evening, when it's dark, you can't work in the field. So every night is at the right time for rain, as far as not being troubled while you work in your field. And since we're talking about seeing it in the context of nature and how a yid relates to his field, I will give you the rain for your field. Therefore, the right time for rain is any night, because you're not working in the field. So then why does Rashi give an, another explanation in our parsha, where he then ends up saying that another, par, another explanation is that it's at um, Friday night? Because there are a few difficulties with explaining the time of rain as being every night. And one is, if it means in, at night, so why does it say in the Pasuk Be'itoi, why didn't it say, V'nasati Gishmechem, Ba'leilois, I'll give you your rain at night. So because of this uh, question and other inconsistencies as well, Rashi says, yes, there's another explanation, which is that it means Friday night specifically, that is really the right time, the absolute best time for rain. But since it doesn't fit so well with the context of working the land, therefore Rashi still uses the first explanation as it means every night as the primary explanation. But in order to answer that question of why doesn't it say at night, so he says, okay, it, may be, it, it could mean also Friday night specifically. Rabbi brings a lesson in our uh, personal avoida from this. It, a person might say, I'm doing well. I learn Torah, I do mitzvahs, I am defined, I would be considered a person that is a shamer Torah mitzvahs. Why do I have to go beyond my natural, my natural uh, inclination? Why is that so necessary? So we see from this uh, difference that in Parsha when can a yid expect the kind of response that we want from Hashem, which is that he will do supernatural things on our behalf, that is only if we do the same thing to him. We go beyond our um, limitations in order to serve him. Then we can expect also a response that he will do that which is beyond us. Otherwise, we are called a person that does not serve Hashem. If we are merely willing to do the things which come natural to us, that's called loya a person that hasn't served Hashem. 
serving Hashem means going beyond our limitation and then Hashem gives in response also a blessing which is beyond any limits.